Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. I'm excited to introduce today's guest, Dion Center. Dion has over 25 years of global experience in human resources, sales and marketing, and business leadership for iconic luxury brands in hospitality, retail, education, and banking. She joined Talent Plus in 2014 and has led the efforts to integrate the Talent Plus Science of Human Potentiality with client partners across the globe, working with senior leaders in the area of organizational development, talent management, and organizational behavior. In 2017, Dion became the founder and chief executive of CLIMB by Talent Plus, an acclaimed leadership development program at Singapore Management University that focuses on small, medium enterprise business growth and transformation, starting with self-awareness and leadership practical tools in digital marketing, innovation, and financial management. The program has since grown from a concept to now having a community of 400 alumni. A strong believer in positive psychology, her workshops and coaching focus on enabling leaders to understand their talents and potential and how to leverage strengths to lead teams and create engagement and performance. Without further ado, let's listen in on the interview. Hi, Dion. Welcome to the podcast and thank you for making the time to talk with me about the work that you do and how you got to be doing what you're doing and being on the show today. Yeah, good morning, Sharon. It's great to be here. Thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, it's a pleasure. All right. Let's go ahead because I think I'm really interested to find out a little bit more about what you're doing right now, but maybe you could just do um, an introduction, a, a brief introduction of where you've started and where you have, uh, what's led you to be doing what you're doing right now so that people who are not aware of what you've been doing can also have an idea of your journey so far. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do that. So my background is I've been in the hospitality industry for the last 15 years. And uh, and then afterwards, I took a break and because I, I had my daughter and I, I had to look after her and I took a break and I came back to the workforce about 10 years ago and I started in consulting and I joined my current company, Talent Plus, seven years ago. And what Talent Plus do is in the last 30 years, study how people think, feel and behave and develop our own psychometric profiling assessment. So I'm really inspired by the mission of Talent Plus, which is to help people to discover their potentiality. And uh, through the work that I'm with Talent Plus, I did a lot of teaching. I did a lot of teaching the science of talent, coaching, consulting work around talent development, 
organizational change, team engagement with multinational, with MNC. So three years ago, I thought about how can we bring what we do best to the small, medium enterprise business community? Through the work that I've done with Talent Plus, I know that there are two things that are important. Uh, Number one is talent, a person's strength, what they're good at, and leadership. In the context of being self-aware and being team aware. So how can we bring that to the SME business community? So together with a business owner, an SME business owner, we've actually created CLIMB, which is a leadership development program that focus on SME, helping them to grow and transform through self-awareness, leadership, culture, and then building on the skills, innovation, thinking, digital branding, and monetizing the business. So I founded CLIMB three years ago, and now we've been running all of our classes since May 2018, and we have over 400 alumni. So it's it's a program that I'm really passionate about. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know, I met Dion through my work in leadership development and also at that time exploring a little bit more about the tool of Talent Plus. And so I think at that time when I met you, Dion, it was just about probably around the time that you were starting out CLIMB, I think, because Mm -hmm. I remember receiving some information from you about CLIMB and then coming along with a colleague of mine to attend the first module. And I I really enjoyed the um, session that we had in terms of the self-discovering and understanding what were our top strengths. So for people who are out there who are wondering what you might be good at, this is definitely a tool that's worth exploring. It definitely threw some light. I mean, there were some surprises when I discovered some of my own strengths. Some were kind of a confirmation of an inkling of what I already had, but some were a little bit surprising and it was quite interesting. And since then, I've used that to also guide me in what I'm doing, both in my corporate role as well as for the online business or online education company that I've just been starting out and running. So certainly very useful. And I enjoyed that a lot. Could you tell me a little bit more about CLIMB and what kind of led you to want to, you said that you founded this CLIMB, what do you call that organization, I guess, and doing what you do with CLIMB. What was kind of the motivation behind wanting to zoom in on this aspect in terms of helping people and SMUs with the self-awareness part. I'm interested to hear a little bit more about the self-awareness part, um, self and team awareness, and of course the skills that come along with running an SME that you talked about. Could you explain a little bit more what was the motivation? Yeah, absolutely. So I think a lot of time business owners thinking about how can I accelerate? And they might look first outward to either outsource or build on some skills or bringing in expertise. But our program is asking business owners to look inward first, to look at what you have, because that's where the starting point. We have to look inward and then you go forward. And um, and I, I know that in, in the SME world, there's people are juggling so many tasks, they're doing firefighting. And I think what I've found from the business community is they, they don't make time. So I think our program allow business leaders to take a pause 
and make time to come two days, one day to really think about who they are as a leader first. What are their strengths? If you don't know who you are, you really cannot lead a team or build a team. Or how do you know who do you bring in? And how do you know, how do you add value to the business that you run? So I think that distinguish the program from other program is to start with self. So when people come through our program, they will take our leadership assessment. They get a coaching feedback before they come into class. And uh, they really had the time to reflect who they are. And then when they come to class, then we, we look a little bit more deeper into their blind spot, how they make the commitment based on their talent, really affirming, as you said, affirming who you are or rediscovering how do you apply your talent in the work that you do. And then we expand into how do you build team? How to select the right people? How do you build culture with reward and engagement? And then, of course, how do you scale your business through innovation thinking, putting your brand digitally, and then, uh, of course, monetizing the business, which is also important. So that sort of, so Climb essentially represent uh, five modules. So is a, it's an acronym that represent the five modules. C is about constructing your talent, putting that pieces together. L is for leadership. So how do you, being a leader, how do you do role modeling? How do you collaborate? How do you really uh, drive performance? And then I is for innovate. So innovation, how do you disrupt what you are thinking and think outside of the box and scale your business? And M is for monetize. How do you think about financial management, not just accounting management? Uh, How do you leverage your capital? And then lastly, B is for digital branding. So it's an acronym that represents the five modules that in this entire leadership program. And is it something that people should be, I heard you saying that they kind of, you start off with the self-awareness bit, but with the climb program, is it something that you recommend people will do it chronologically? Yeah. I mean, the beauty of the program is you can come in at any point. Some people, most people come through leadership first, and that's what we recommend. But we know that SME business owner or business leaders, they're really busy, but some people do come through digital branding first or innovation first, and then they go through the other modules. And some people, you know, a lot of business owners send their entire team. That's the advantage of bringing the team so that the team can also come together and learn, establish a similar language, a common language, where they can go back and implement something that they've learned in class. So some people do all the modules. Some do one, you know, some do three or two. So it really depends on how you would like to take advantage of the program and which modules add value to the work that you do. Mm, I really like what you said because I started this whole podcast quite recently. As as you know, I really only launched it this month. First of November was when I decided to launch it. And I had been on this journey myself on figuring out how do I become financially free? I mean, of course, through financial freedom, financial independence, I've always been very fascinated by this whole topic of financial independence and 
as a trainer, very often I've found that we tend to start from the skills first without really exploring too much about ourselves, like what you talk about the self-awareness. And it's also applicable if you think about a lot of the personal finance content websites, a lot of it focuses on the tactics, which are important. I mean, you need to know the good basics of money management, investing, how do you grow wealth and, and all of that. However, I think that to be really financially independent, to be really financially free and freedom really is a choice, isn't it? I mean, it's a decision of how you want to live your life, how you want to be. And so that's why I, over time, realized that we have to start from self first, know who we are, have a vision for ourselves. Where do we want to go financially? And then we start off from there. And then the skills are are things that you can acquire, right? Skills can just be something that you acquire over time with practice and effort and anyone can pick up the skills. But if you're not self-aware or you don't know who you are, what you want and what's holding you back and what you need to change to move yourself forward in any, I mean, any realm, financially, leadership, um, starting a business, running a business, whatever it may be, then sometimes that is what holds people back, Mm -hmm. which is why I, I really... I really admire the work that you you do and I really believe it's a much needed area that we need to focus more on rather than always just starting from the skills first, right? Because we can get all the skills, but if we don't know what our blind spots are, like you said, we don't know what our blind spots are. Those can be the very things that prevent us from accelerating and achieving the kind of results that we hope to achieve. Mm-hmm. So I really like hearing that and um, and the work that you do with CLIMB. So Maybe if I could just ask you now in terms of just linking it to financial freedom, since you are, you run Climb as a CEO, and obviously I can hear how you believe in the work that uh, Talent Plus does and what Climb is doing. And I'm always curious to hear from financially independent women, financially strong women, whether you have had to face like a trade-off. Do you feel like there's a trade-off between doing what you believe in doing in terms of the work that you do and work that you find meaning and purpose in uh, versus having to give up maybe earning as much because very often we think about well it's the kind of like the image of the starving artist right we think about how well if you really want to do the work that you believe in and that you love you got to be prepared you're not going to be earning a lot of money you're going to be a starving artist or you have to give up your dream of going after doing what you want to do or what you love to do so that you can have a more financially secure path so I'm just curious to hear what you think about that yeah, no, it's a great question. So maybe I don't look at it as a trade-off because when you think about trade-off is you have to gain something and you have to lose something, right? I think for for me is more about what you want to focus on. I do focus on what do I love to do? I think that that is more important. And I do think that financial security could be a result of be able to do what you love to do. So it's, um, I think if, if you are doing what you love to do, financial reward will come. So that, that is sort of the result of it. And I think if you're doing what you love, I, re- I can assure you that you'll be gaining something far more precious than perhaps financial return. And as you said, it is about freedom. And freedom in a, Maybe perhaps not in a monetary form, but freedom in a spiritual form, freedom in a sense that you gain joy, happiness, sense of peace. Those are the things that I think 
perhaps you, you can't measure financially. So I think it's what you put your focus. And if you're doing what you love to do, I think eventually financial reward will come. And uh, so you, you don't have to lose out per se. You don't have to do a trade-off. Mm, yeah, I like that. And so very often we're kind of conditioned to think in terms of either or, right? You have to choose this and you have to lose that. But I guess we have the creativity to make it work to have both and right. So that's, that's good to hear. Finally, could I just find out a little bit more about where do you see yourself going or what's the vision you have for yourself, for your life in terms of your, the work that you do and maybe even like personally, where do you see yourself going? Yeah, that's a big question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The vision, my vision is to, I hope that I'll be able to continue to do the work that I love to do, which is to help people to understand their potentiality, to help them to build confidence, to help them to embrace their authentic self, to help them to grow, to be able to contribute to the life that they want to build uh, or contribute to the work that they do. Um, I really hope that I can continue this path. But my vision is, it's really, I wanted to bring my work to the younger generation. And the reason I said that is because time and youth is something that we cannot gain back. <laughs> but, yes. <laughs> but the younger generation, they have, they are our future, right? And, and if I can help the future generation to be able to understand themselves more, what's special about them, uh, help them to build confidence in their own abilities and so that they can contribute and, and, and they can have a fulfilling and meaningful work that they do. And, and, you know, in return, hopefully financial freedom, financial security. And, and that would be my vision and, and, and that would make me really happy for the future. I think that's really something that we need to do more of. Unfortunately, I think school so far, not to put school down, I think school is important. (laughs) But as an entrepreneur, school doesn't really prepare us for um, alternative paths, I feel, in terms of, of course, it's, it's important to do well in school because school teaches us a lot of other skills, right? Besides just the content. But right now, I feel like our kids, at least here in Singapore, most of us here with kids, very focused and schools very focused focus on the academic results and things that you're talking about in terms of confidence, belief in self, knowing what you're good at, pursuing something that you're good at and making use of all of that, understanding that all of us have got these, this huge potential in us to go and tap and discover and uh, find out. And like you said, I, I 100% believe that if we could encourage our young people to pursue that more, whatever you want to call it, passion, and rather than put it down, encourage them to try to find the end. It's not a trade-off, right? It is figuring out how to make it work while feeding yourself, while feeding your family and and not kind of give up on your your dream and give up on doing what you love to do and what you do well in your innate strengths and talents that I think we both believe so much in everyone. Yeah, so I'm I'm really encouraged to hear that 
you're going to be contributing to that, our younger generation of people, because I think they do really need that. A lot of them, because I do training as well myself. And when we go into adulthood, we kind of bring all that baggage along with us in terms of what we believe we are capable of doing or not capable of doing and confident about and not. And, 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 you know, I see it right in people. And sometimes it's just dismantling that self-doubt and that the doubt in themselves and wondering if they're good at doing this and that not daring to try. And so I think that if you could bring your, you know, what you do, the work that you do to the younger generation, that really will, I think that's really purposeful and meaningful work and much needed work to be done. So thank you for sharing that, Dion. Looking forward to it. So are you planning to be doing that with schools or how will you, do you have any plans on how you're going to bring it to the younger generation? Yeah, I do hope that to partner with schools or certainly government and hoping that to get their support, uh, because I, I do think that it will be a collaborative effort and, and that will be more meaningful because everybody can create values and helping the younger generation. So yeah, that, that would be, that would be a dream. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to hear. Any other thing or last piece of, uh, or any last words that you want to share with our listeners in terms of the things that you feel that you would really want people to leave with as we end off and close off this uh, interview? I think, you know, one thing that what I've learned um, during COVID, I think is That piece of knowing yourself and be able to have time to reflect, knowing what talent you can use to deal with change, adversity, challenges is really important. So even during COVID time, I had to reflect on my talent to see how how do I bring change to climb? How do I bring change to the work that we do? So I think having that piece, knowing yourself, knowing your talent, knowing how you can apply and and really knowing how you can articulate that and contribute. Yeah. So Dion wanted to ask you as well with COVID-19, how has that affected your business and have you had to adjust and do anything differently to kind of cope with the pandemic? Mm, that's another good question. This had affected us tremendously. And, and I think COVID-19 has affected all of us professionally and personally. And I think with the business, we were conducting all of our classes in person. We were doing our classes over at Singapore Management University. But with COVID, with limited travel and social distancing, we had to think about can we conduct our classes uh, virtually online? How would that look like? And how would that learning experience look like? So we we had many challenges and and I, I really had to think about how do we go forward or can we go forward or, you know, should we stop uh, entirely until COVID is over? So those were the question actually uh, was on my mind probably around March uh, this year. So there's a couple of things that I felt I use uh, to cope with the challenges. Number one, you, you really have to bring your courage out. You really have to have that courage to confront your fear to understand what makes you uncomfortable and face the challenge head on and not to avoid it. And secondly, you have to trust yourself. You have to look again inward to think about what 
talent do I have? What resources do I have? And、uh, there's usually two questions that I always ask myself. And what is the worst that can happen? You know, this question always gives me the courage to take risks. The other question is, what is the workaround? So I always think about there must be a workaround. There must be a third alternative. So, and and I think the biggest change that I had made is I had to change my mindset. I had to be okay with the unknown. I had to be able to stay with the unknown and change my mindset to deal with some of the short-term challenges and changes that come my way. Because my preference is to be able to predict what can happen. Right? I, I like to be prepared. I like to anticipate. I like to over-prepare. So, but COVID has really made me. Change my mindset of thinking about more short-term wins, short-term strategies, more tactical. How can we move forward, kind of one step at a time? And 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 the other piece is bring out that learner in me. You know, I had to relearn. I had to learn how to conduct a class via Zoom. I had to learn about technology. I had to rehearse. I had to something that I was comfortable with, but I have to relearn how to do that. Over in a virtual setting, so my fear is not to be able to deliver the class with excellent, with the same learning experience. So, and I, I had to figure out a way to get back to the quality that we we've always take pride、uh, with with climb our. Workshops. So once I was able to figure that out, we were able to conduct all of our classes online. So and now we've been doing that since April, and we we, we still have great engagement, great feedback from people that come to class. We continue to help business owners to transform their, their businesses, even through the pandemic. Working with them through change,、uh, transformation, restructuring, leading the teams, kind of behind the screens, so to speak, building morale and culture. So those are the changes that we had to overcome. But I, I'm I'm really glad that actually this is what. Covid had brought new challenges to me as well. Yeah, good to hear that, and so very helpful. Those two questions I really liked: what's the worst that could happen, and what's the workaround, right? So it's kind of like coming face to face with: okay, this is the reality. This is what we have to cope with. That's fine. Not going to fight it, but let's see what what now. What can we do about it? That's definitely more productive, and I think very needed, right? This whole mindset thing, the whole Covid situation, has forced many. It's really forced many of us to really work on our mental—I like to call it mental immunity. I borrowed that term from the Dalai Lama about how it's not just about physical immunity to keep ourselves healthy to fight the virus, but it's also about mental immunity about how to keep ourselves mentally strong, and so we can kind of. Cope with and deal with, and find the workaround, and be resilient even with these kind of changes that COVID has、uh, obviously have been presenting to many, many people, business owners or employees or、uh, otherwise. Right. So, thank you very much for sharing that. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom. Come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com/meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.